I'm Lewis Val, and you're listening to Who's Your Hometown Heroes. Everybody and indeed, welcome again to Hoosier Hometown Heroes. I'm Tony Val, and you just heard from technical producer Lou Val up front. Yes, Hoosier Hometown Heroes is quite the family project. Uh, more from Lou in a second. This is episode seven for Monday, December 18th, 2017. Indianapolis just had its first snow of the season. The shopping malls are bustling, and you know who's really bringing the holiday cheer to our circle city? The Pacers. Thank you, Santa, for the Pacers. Really fun season so far. Uh, Today's guest is Indianapolis marketing guru, Neil Richmond. Do you know Neil? I've known Neil for many years, and he's always had this way of making marketing understandable. As crazy as it sounds, I just like hearing Neil talk about marketing. It's almost soothing or comforting. I don't know if uh, his Australian accent has anything to do with that. Probably so. Uh, Now back to Louis Val for a second. Lou, step on over to the mic. Okay, say hello to the Indianapolis business community. Hello, Indianapolis. Good. So, Lou, you helped me edit these interviews together and make them sound good. Mm-hmm. And you had this idea for an interesting little segment called... The Heart of the Matter. Yes, The Heart of the Matter. And uh, go ahead and explain the idea. Well, as I process the audio and get it ready for the podcast, I get to hear the whole interview. So the idea is I'm going to share something valuable that I got out of it, something to listen for. So I'll do that, then you can read your Prometheus commercial. Then we can segue to the actual interview. Segue? How do you know what segue means? <laughs> anyway, okay, smart guy, you just listened to the whole uh, Neil Richmond interview on uh, marketing and business. And so for you, what was the quote-unquote heart of the matter? What I heard loud and clear was keep it simple. Don't get distracted and don't try to do too much. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I can see that uh, for sure. I'd say I guess you were listening. Well, thanks, Lou, and uh, good start. I think you're one for one so far. Thanks, Dad. Hey, no problem. And as Lewis suggested, I need to, of course, thank our sponsor. Prometheus Consulting is Indy's choice for computer network support. Steeped in Hoosier values and Midwestern work ethic, Prometheus Consulting will help you get the most out of your IT investment. Call Prometheus today at 317-733-2388. And now, on to my interview with marketing guru, Neil Richmond. Neil Richmond, welcome to Hoosier Hometown Heroes. Well, good morning. Thank you so much, Tony. Glad to be here. I, oh. Of course, I, as I am a Hoosier. Uh, How can you say so. you're a Hoosier? <laughs> well, there has to be some criteria that allows you to have lived here for a period of time. I think if you've been here 10 years, you can call yourself a Hoosier, right? A Hoosier. 
I'll, I'll let that slide. Will you? I'll let okay. that. And probably mostly because I spent a vast majority of my childhood was not spent in Indiana. Yeah. I was born in Bloomington, and then I spent uh, 23 years in Chicago. So yeah, yeah. if I get to call myself a Hoosier, yeah. I suppose I you can I call can yourself well. a Hoosier. Although every single day I open my mouth and talk to somebody, I deny that. But, you know, because I, I get asked it every day, where are you from? So I try to play games with people. You know, I say Canby because that's where I live. And they go, what? You know, so anyway, but, you know, 27 and a half years here from Australia. And apparently I haven't lost my accent yet. I, I would tend to agree. Yeah, but There's, you ask a real Aussie and they'll tell you otherwise. I'll bet that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah I think of so myself good. as having a Chicago accent. Yeah. But it is nowhere near what, uh, you know, my brothers, the way my brothers yeah. talk, for example. Yep. And they've they've stayed in Chicago all yeah. this time. Yeah. Well, Neil, you're here uh, because you're a, a marketing expert. I almost said genius. I well, could have I, said I, genius. I'm not a genius. Well, but you're 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 really good at what you do. So Thank we're you. here to mine your your marketing brain. You, and you I bet. happy to the, the way I wanted to start out, I, I wanted to um kind of speak to the strange times we live in. Mm. As a business owner, if I wanted to find ideas to, let's say, help me market my business, mm -hmm. I could literally sit on the internet yep. for 30 minutes, yep. do some searches. I could, in 30 minutes, I could, I'll bet I could come up with 30 ideas. Yep. If I spent 60 minutes, I could come up with 60 ideas. Yeah, but. So my observation is we are absolutely steeped in information. Yep. Yet, I think we're getting nowhere yep. most of the time. Why is that? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a one I get all the time. Although I find that people are doing less of their own research than, than I would think today. It's because there's just so many different perspectives and options out there. It's overwhelming. Um, it, it's like going into like Ikea and I'm looking for a chair. Well, first of all, I've got to see all this other stuff that's not chairs before I find the chairs. And then when I do find the chairs, I got 97 different options. And I either don't have enough time or understanding to go, which one of these should I really get? That half the time, I might just turn around and walk out the door uh, and say, I'm just going to go to a place that's got five chairs and make a choice. Uh, or somebody that can help me more. You know, and I'm not saying IKEA doesn't do that, but but there's that balance right there. When you got so much uh, information, how do you decide what to listen to? And if you just take a piece from from you know YouTube A, video A, and then website blog B, and infographic D, and that sort of thing, and you try to piece that together, you're left with uh, does this even going to work together? Absolutely. So I think that's a big part of it. There's lots of great information and lots of great ideas, uh, but I have definitely arrived at the conclusion that for the majority of businesses out there today, simple is better. And that's the problem right now is inactivity happens because people can't pull the trigger because there's just too much to assimilate and define and know. Yes, we're overwhelmed. And yeah. it's as you were just uh, answering my question, it just dawned on me, I painted a scenario where I'm spending 30 minutes, I'm getting 30 different ideas. Well, what does that tell you? Can I really learn about a particular idea or technique in one minute? No. But it occurs to me that much of what we are doing likely is we're, we, we think we're spending time 
learning something about mm-hmm. marketing. Mm-hmm. But we probably have not really learned anything. We've seen a couple of pitches. We've seen parts of videos. And as you said, we can't we can't piece them together. And I like what yeah. you said about keep it simple. That that just feels right yeah. to me. Yeah. Can I just say one more thing yeah. on that? Because here's what happens is a lot of these things have great ideas, but no action steps, no how-to. So, all right, I saw a video on running ads on Facebook. And so I'm on Facebook all of a sudden, and I'm asked to boost a post. And you're like, oh, an ad on Facebook. Yeah, I should do that. And off you go. You spend 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever, you know, the deal is and that sort of thing. You run it, and you're like, that didn't work. So now, if somebody said, run ads on Facebook, you're going to take steps backwards, not step forwards to work out. Um, because you didn't have any strategy behind it. You had no real plan behind it. Um, and I think that's the problem. Very few are doing that. Or you're getting three, four, five, six different exact strategies. And you're comparing them and going, I don't know which one's which. Yes. So that's yeah, you the don't. struggle we face. Yeah, you don't know where to start. Yeah. So speaking of keeping it simple, mm-hmm. can you... Start to speak to for a, a small to medium sized business, mm-hmm. which I, I'm assuming that's most of the types of companies yeah, you work yeah. with. Yeah. What does what does a simple marketing plan tend to look like? Yeah, I, I keep it into three categories. I like to say three buckets is the way I like to think of it. Um, if you can build something in each of the three categories, three buckets, you've got a really good strategy. And by keep it simple, I, I'm like, just just get one to two things in each bucket. So the three buckets for me are attract, educate, and engage. That's what I wanna be able to do with my marketing strategy. So what one, two, maybe three strategies am I gonna to use to attract new people to uh, who I am as a business? So you know that might include improving your search rankings that might include running ads on Facebook or LinkedIn or with Google AdWords. Um, that might include some social media uh, type elements and that sort of thing. But ultimately, you gotta stop and think about who is my target audience, where do they hang out, and what is truly the bottom line pain that I solve for them. And that's what you have to be able to answer. And once you've got that attract piece sort of figured out, or at least a theory on it, I move to the next piece of the puzzle, and the next piece of the puzzle is is the educate side. And to me, the heart of the marketing plan is the educate, and the educate is your website. It's your place that you own that you can drive people to, and you can teach them how you can solve the pain that they have in their life that you solve. And show your expertise. Build, as John Jantz likes to say, the know, like, and trust. John Jantz of Duct Tape Marketing. Of Duct Tape Marketing, yes. I spent uh, a number of years uh, uh, learning from John, being part of the Duct Tape Marketing Network. Uh, And so I I love the model that he has that is so simple of, how can I get people to to know, like, and trust me, and then try me? Is the idea with with educating through the website Mm -hmm. that the prospect comes to you, reaches out to you, essentially already sold. Is that kind of the idea or nearly well, sold? Well, when they hit the website, yeah. no. Looking for a solution to something. Yes. They've done a search, they've yes. seen an article, a link. When they hit the website then, the next piece is for them to very quickly, and, and by that I mean probably five, you might have seven seconds today, but but probably not, to wow. say to say to somebody, 
you have this pain, I do this to solve it, so that they'll wanna take the next step. Then we wanna engage them in. How do we do that? Content on the website that, that, that shows that you answer the pain. Uh, maybe an offer of some type for some sort of a, a download, a video, a checklist or something like that that, that helps people to, to get into your world to see if they will like you. They now know you. Do they like you? Could they potentially trust you with everything? So that they're willing to take the next step to say try. And, and here's one little thing I'll say on this, Tony, that I've discovered. I, I, I'm about to do away with contact forms on websites. Interesting. I, I've, I don't think they serve a purpose today anywhere like they used to. Um, if you want to have your contact information, put it in your footer. You know, uh, you know I'm a WordPress guy. Um, and with, with WordPress, obviously, you can have a consistent header and footer throughout the site. Um, the whole simple process includes your website. Let's scale it back a little bit. Let's have less pages, more value. So keep that in there. And what I use instead is a chat button on my website. It's on every page. It's instant. It, it comes is that up. a live chat? It's not a live chat ah. unless I'm available. So, mm -hmm. you know, being a solo entrepreneur, like like probably many people listening out there, um, it, it freaks you out. When I introduce that to clients, they go, <laughs> uh, I don't have anybody to monitor live chat all day. I'm like, you don't have to. Um, the, the tool I use is, is called Drift. Mm -hmm. And for, for a good basic, uh, uh, you know, application, it's free. And... I have an app on my phone. Somebody starts to chat with me. If I'm available, it pops up on my on my phone. I'm just no checking kidding. right now. Nobody's chatting right now, so we're good. I was going to jump out and answer my chat. No. Oh, I would have but, been horribly offended. Yeah, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> but if I'm available, I'll answer it, or it comes up in my in my uh, email, or it pops up on my computer if I'm at my computer. If I'm not, they can ask all their questions. I can go back and answer it, and they'll get everything back in their email. And then you know, I state that fact. I'm not available right now, but just you know, let me know what you need, and, and I'll I'll uh, get back to you on that. And I've been able to have some great conversations, help solve some problems, uh, direct people in the right place, even sign some business from having chat on there. I can't tell you this last time somebody filled in a contact form on my website. That's true. Yeah, it happens. We you know? we have one on on our site, and yeah, really, it, it's you filled know? out very it's too rarely. generic too. So, alternatively. I would have specific calls to action with forms for mm. specific things that people are looking for that you want to bell offer. So it's very clear. You can ask the exact question. So one scenario for that great example is contact form for employment applications. A lot of people do that and, and that horrible way to do it. Um, so having a contact page, uh, sorry, an employment page, and then a form specific for the employment questions Pre, you know, just getting people in. If you've got a resume uploaded, if you don't, answer all these categories and so on. Much better way than to generically get them all in. Because guess what? If you put people through a few paces to, before they engage, you'll probably work out just a little bit better who's a fit for you and who isn't. If they won't complete all this, then they probably wouldn't have been a good fit as an employee. In other anyway. words, it's a way to qualify it's them a, way a to little qualify, bit. Yeah. Interesting. Because you asked that question earlier, you know, is the result of this getting qualified leads? Yes, it is. So through the educate on your website, through through having rich content, I, I want to try to get them into my database. Now I, I know that you know the the national average is at best you know on in terms of averages, fifteen percent open rate on on emails that go out. It's not great. Yeah. You know, 
thousand people, 150 people open it, feels like somebody's you know stabbing you in the gut. Yes. When you send that out. You've, yes. You've poured yourself into it. But there's also visibility and subject line that may not be opened, but when you do it right, you're still reminding people that you're there. Spe- um, Neil, to shift gears slightly, yeah. speaking mm-hmm. of email, just I'm curious, is there an email platform that you favor over others? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, again, what, we're what's my favorite restaurant uh, sure. for, on the marketing side? I am a huge fan, absolutely love Active Campaign. Interesting. Um, because I, I feel like it checks so many of the marketing boxes at a price point that the smallest of businesses could afford. So a MailChimp would be a competitor, an example yeah, of a competitor? Yeah. Okay. It, it lacks some automation that I can do mm-hmm. in active campaign um, at price points that are still very similar. So if I'm car- comparing apples to apples, I, I feel as though I'm getting um, much more bang for my buck. And then ultimately, at another level, you can have a CRM inside it. If you don't have a CRM, you can with Active Campaign, you can actually manage your client relationships, your your uh, whole sales pipeline, and you can add text messaging through it as well to people who are in your database. So you add a couple extra tools, um, and then the third piece is lead scoring that can be added. So you can actually evaluate everybody in your database based on their uh, their visits to your website. And their interactivity with your emails, opens and clicks, and put a score on that and determine who's more interested in what you have versus not. So those are the reasons why I love Active Campaign for that. That's interesting. And I'll have to check that out. I have not heard of that yeah. platform yet. I'm sitting here th- imagining a listener that has, has not started at all. Yeah is doing really almost no marketing whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be engaging with someone uh, like you and, and is, is a great idea, obviously. What, what, what would you say for the business owner that just wants to get something started there? Let's say they're a do it yourselfer. Mm -hmm. They want to just start by themselves. And then one day they'll call you up, Neil and say, okay, I give up. But how would, how would someone start on their own? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not ready yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm working feverishly on, on my own learning portal that will really walk you through everything from, from go to woe uh, on all of that, where you can jump in and, and just follow each of the steps along the way and great, like what I call bite-sized training. So 10 minutes or less, here's how you do it, follow me, and here's what you can That's get great. in the end. But rewinding the tape here on this a little bit, um, if you're the do-it-yourself, I think you've got to ask yourself three questions first before you go anywhere. Why? Why am I saying all of a sudden I need to do some more marketing? And the answer typically to that is I'm seeing a decline in my pipeline, my sales pipeline. Yes. Um, I need more leads to come in. I need more business. I need better business. Or I need to focus my business a little differently. So when, once you, you're able to answer that question uh, sufficiently, then, then the steps to follow that up are really just like identifying who you really want to target with your marketing, what that messaging to them is going to be, and then decide where they hang out. Where do they hang out? And then I would again go back to what I said earlier. Just pick one or two places that you're trying to attract people from. Used to be that we said, okay, be on every social media platform out there. And, and people just got so overwhelmed. Even though there are ways to do that, 
it was just so it's overwhelming. too much. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of social media platforms, are there are there quote unquote popular platforms that you are not a fan of for for business to business? I mean, no, I wouldn't say that. I would say I would much rather tailor the the options to a business. So so let's say I think everybody should be on Facebook. I can't think of a lot of companies to, you know, really quickly here in my mind that I would say, eh, you probably shouldn't be on Facebook. Yes. And here's the reason why. You know, not everybody, but, uh, you know, they have the largest population of any social media platform, which means that probably there's a significant number of your target audience on Facebook. And there's a really quick way to test that. If you're in the ads platform, you can go to audience insights and you can put in the interest area what you you know, what you're looking for, what mm-hmm. type of, you know, you're looking for dentists, you know, you put that in there and you'll get a number instantly to tell you how many people are dentists or interested in dentists. Two uh-huh. different things, uh-huh. I get it, uh-huh. um, are there. And there's probably going to be hundreds, if not millions. And can you... Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, uh-huh. on that. Can you also plug in demographics? You yeah, know, dentists and then you can in put a fence around that. Yes, okay. you can put a fence around and all that. But that, but that's just a way to tell: is it worth it for me to be here? But but you can go with Facebook. You can go all the way down. I've run campaigns to people who own or rent a house or have children aged six to eight years old. Facebook knows that about their their uh, subscribers in there. Isn't their that something? And, that. and yeah. so you can market to them. So I, I really recommend Facebook. Um, even B2B, because that's the other question I get. Well, I'm B2B. I don't think Facebook's any good for me. Yeah, Facebook is still good on that side. Then I would say, depending on your focus, you're either going to choose a secondary from Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Pinterest probably. Got it. You know, you're going to pick from there where. If you're, if you're, if you're focusing a little more on home and, and that whole uh, niche, Probably Pinterest is going to be great to to put things out there that people want to pin uh, into their boards and that sort of thing. Um, if you have a more more visual uh, or video or audio focus and that sort of thing, uh, maybe a younger demographic, uh, Instagram would be great. Um, definitely, you know, LinkedIn on the B two B side, um, but it's not as user friendly for you to be able to just launch in and go, oh, okay, great, you know, I'm going to start doing things like I do on Facebook. It's not exactly the same that way. It's interesting that you say that because when I am assessing my own use of these platforms, mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn is the one that I visit the least often. Facebook, I, I, I'm with you on Facebook. It yep. seems to be this place where everyone's at. Yep. And for whatever reason, I, I can't comprehend, you know, why I don't use LinkedIn very often. But that's the one that I don't visit every day. It's a stumbling block for people. Yeah. I think it's you don't use it. You sort of lose touch with it. Um, but, but if you use it right and they have an ads platform, you have the ability to go in there and find really narrow your target audience and find people and, and all of that. Um, it's just how you make uh, use of it. I would con- I would liken it to um, a really good, well-focused, large networking event where you can go around the room and mm. find people who fit your target audience and maybe take a, a, a first step. And, and for me, that's not pouring your life story and business proposition down their throat. <laughs> um, it's just starting a contact with somebody. 
reaching out to say, hey, I think, you know, we might have more to talk about uh, in this big picture of things and, and rolling there. The one I didn't say much about is Twitter. Interesting. Okay, tell, tell me about Twitter. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I just – we're talking about, you know, the smaller local business focus, if that's, where, if that's you. Yes. Um, I just have not found very many smaller local businesses who have come, you know, running back saying, oh, I'm so thankful I'm on Twitter because all this happened. Hmm. It seems to be larger business um, – I think it's it's really becoming a great support tool. Um, if you're trying to reach a, a worldwide audience, you probably will have great success with that. Uh, through that, um, I grow my audience, but I can't think of one person that's that's come out of my Twitter efforts that's paying me money. That's but I can on every other platform wow. that I spend time on right now. The other one I didn't say was Google. Google Plus. Yes. And and I, I, That's I highly recommend being there because it's Google. But I don't think it's going to be around. That's just my little gut feeling here that That's it's not going to be around. Google's already introducing um, Google Posts inside your Google My Business uh, listings. And I, I think that's a sign of things to come a little bit there. Here's a little revealing the curtain of uh, what's to come in the future. Um, because those Google posts are going to be where your content will lay. And it will lay with your Google listing in all of that. And it'll be right or all in, built in together. Oh, no kidding. That, I, I've already got some stuff out there on that. Oh, wow. Um, because, because that's a trend that's uh, sort of uh, I'm starting to see roll out. The, the true Google style, they've been quiet about it. Isn't that strange? Yeah, if you Google Google Posts, <laughs> you'll start to see, you know, what that's all about. And there's a whole system for it. It's there. Um, I believe it will help your your uh, visibility online to put some posts out there, especially um, because you can put really, you know, good content for what you do. And you can drive them right back to your website, even to a specific page on your website. So there's great value to it. Um, but it, it's a new thing that's rolling out. And again, it's anytime there's something new. Uh, it's a hurdle. Um, so I'm not suggesting we jump on that. But, you know, if you can also post what you post on Facebook to Google Plus and to Twitter, I would do that. Got it. I wouldn't just not do it. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't put all my eggs in those baskets. I would just have a little, little, you know, throw the extra seeds over that way. Yes. Uh, sort of I, I think most of us are savvy enough. We've We've been around social media long enough that – in this day and age, we we do not just jump at the next platform necessarily. Yeah. Most of us, it's, we take a wait and see approach, which yep. it sounds like is what you're yeah, espousing. Yeah. Um, speaking of um, just online presence and so forth, um, I just want to reiterate: you are Neil Richmond. <laughs> your oh, your hey, website <laughs> <laughs> your website is neilrichmond.com, and that's N E I L R I C H M U N D dot com. Mm -hmm. You can find Neil on Twitter at N Richmond. Um, Neil, how can let's start to talk about how can someone engage with you? What are the ways that mm -hmm. that uh, uh, potential clients that need some help might you know get started working with you? I mean, the, the single simplest way that I tell people is just go to my website, like you said, neilrichmond.com, and hit the chat button. Interesting. Uh, that's what I've been using uh, for, as, as a way for people to reach me right now. 
uh, and start a conversation about some potential business and, and, and all that sort of thing. Um, and the way it always looks for me is, um, you know, I just want to, I want to first see if, if it would be a good match. You sure. Know, me working with you, is that, is there a, is there a fit there? Um, I'm more from the, I'd love to, for, to teach you how, you know, going back to the old adage, I'd love to teach you how to fish yes. instead of fish for you. Interesting. I'm not the marketing company that does all the marketing for you. I can, and I do in some scenarios. But I much prefer and I absolutely love being in a space where I could teach you or your team how to do the things you need and let you run with it. Maybe a three to six month engagement than, hey, for the rest of your life, you're going to need me or I'm just going to cut you off for everything we've done. You know, that that sounds very appealing. Um, in episode five of Who's Your Hometown Heroes with Monty Riffer, you know, we talked about one of the things with Monty is you in an engagement with Monty, you walk away with a detailed playbook. And it mm-hmm. sounds to me like that is what you're proposing. It's almost mm-hmm. a project. Uh, to, it's an educational yeah. project. Yeah. We're going to teach you how to fish. You're, you're going to have your fishing playbook, your tackle right. box, here's your lures. And then eventually we'll be able to do it on our own. Yeah, and I do that. I really have two flavors of that. I have a marketing flavor of that. So it's your general marketing plan, which could include some specifics on social media and so forth. Um, and then I have a website version of that where I get hired in just to, to work with teams that, that need to manage or improve their websites. And, um, you know, that's a piece of it. And like I said, I'm working on something which I'm calling The Hub. And Hub is abbreviation for helping you build a better business. Ah. Well, when that's up and running, mm-hmm. let me know, and we'll we'll, we'll have you back on. Right, we're we'll, going to do, and and that'll be yeah. the opportunity to sort of self serve learning um, through uh, some live trainings each month, and then pre recorded and downloads and all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. I get asked the same questions a lot, and I can not everybody imagine. can pay to to play, so sure. to speak. Um, so I'm wanting to make this a really affordable way for people to, to get the information and get actionable stuff because that's the one thing people always tell me is when I do my trainings and my education, I'm not just theoretical. I'm, I'm actionable. I'm, I'm here are the steps because that's the way I work. Mm-hmm. I don't want theoretical information. I want, to sh- I want you to show me. You want a roadmap. I watch videos every single day that are how-tos uh, regarding you know, it, all sorts of stuff. And, I, and I'm into cooking. Uh, and, and that's you know, something that I, I love doing uh, how-tos and all that on. But, but the same with marketing. And I want to know how it is, break it apart, put it back together myself and go, oh, okay, here's how we could use this for this situation or that. So, Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot, speaking yep. of a how-to, just to pick your brain. Mm-hmm. For who's your hometown heroes itself, yeah, yeah. How would you, can you give me some guidelines for how to build the listenership? Yep. So... I would think, first of all, in terms of, of, again, going back to the three basic questions I ask. Who? Who is this for? Yes. Probably a similar target audience to whom I focus my, Probably so. my uh, yeah. attention on. Um, what's the message that, that Who's Your Hometown Heroes helps people solve uh, in, in their business and their life? There's a little aspect of inspiration here, uh, maybe a little bit of hope. Yes. Bringing in people that can show up and and the localness of it all too. That these are people that are right here, you know, in the greater indie area and that sort of thing that are here to help you out. 
uh, and all of that. So, so you've got to find where does the person, that small business business owner um, or key person in a business, uh, who needs looking for that sort of uh, of uh, you know thing and the inspiration, uh, the the experts, the local, and all that sort of thing. Where do they hang out? And, and make sure you're you're sharing some of the snippets. And so, um, as you link across to to episodes, um, I'd be looking for maybe little audio quotes to pull out, just little one-liners that you could use Interesting. Um, either in written or in, in audio form with a link off to go listen to more. Um, if you're doing an email campaign, which I would suggest to sort of begin to build yes. so people are getting informed that, that there's a new episode out, um, I would tease some of the content out uh, mm. with all of that. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would let people know, hey, there's, you know, here's a couple different things that, that you'll want to listen for uh, today as far as that's concerned um, and then continue you know like so in this scenario I, I'm going to take the episode once it's uh, up and running and all that and promote it and to I'm your friends. share it out to there my you audience go. and that yeah. sort of thing which yeah. my hope for, for you guys is with this project yeah. that when they come back there'll be an opportunity for them to to sign up or engage to get future episodes yes that will allow that to, to increase the visibility uh, at that point and, and more people. And, and so to me, your probably best measure, you know, is if I'm looking at numbers, which I like to do to sort of say, how are we doing? You know, how many visits are the pages getting would be one number I'd be concerned about. Yep. And the second number would be, uh, how is our database growing of people who are subscribing uh, to the episodes going yes. forward? Yes. And, you know, it can be a little different. If it's you're on iTunes, it's going to it's gonna be managed through their mechanisms and that sort of thing. Um, but to have your own email list being built at the same time to be able to inform people or, you know, be able to take next steps with that. Yes. Those are some quick things that I immediately think about that I think are key uh, to take this to the next level. And, and then just looking for, for people who have an audience out there who would promote what who's your hometown heroes yes. is all about to I've their o- audience? Yeah, I've often suspected that there is probably a rich uh, podcasting, a, a loose but rich podcasting network here in Indianapolis yeah. that I just there haven't is. plugged into quite yet. Yeah. But there's uh, there's a lot of opportunities to you know be on each other's shows and mm-hmm. you know help feature each other and that sort of thing. And, and it's like there's parallel channels here because. If if you if you like podcasts, yeah, who's your hometown heroes could be a great fit for you, uh, and all of that. But the other channel or track that you've got is really the people whom um, could be helped by listening to some of the guests that you have and and some of the the content and and different things like that in their own scenario. And and so finding ways to get both audiences engaged, yes, uh, and getting that out uh, wider. You know, and again, I always say. Optimizing the website yes. to get found yeah. in search yeah. for the things that people have pains on that you solve, that, that's going to be key. Absolutely. I like your thought, too, on snippets. And you, you should uh, look back after, our, after mm-hmm. we're finished recording here. I did a kind of a coming attraction video a couple days ago just about the episode that's coming up on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a fun little exercise. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep running little experiments like mm-hmm. that. Yep. And uh, um, you know, I did notice that the the video was viewed and got shared a couple times and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I'll, I'll have to keep you posted on on the little experiments yeah. I'm running. You know, speaking, I'm just sitting here thinking of, uh, uh, well, Monday's guest is uh, Kurt Whitesell. You know Kurt? I don't. Oh, okay. So he owns WKRP Indy. Oh, okay. And one of the reasons I had him on the show is he is, I am a huge, just fan of his Facebook feed. Mm. Like I love his social media presence. My question to you is, are there some local people that you think are really doing a great job of, of using social media to kind of push their brand and their identity? It's funny. Um, I, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. Good for as you. As crazy as that may sound. I, I really don't. Good for um, you. I have my email is still my game. And, and I realize a lot of people out there listening are like, I'm done, I was done with email years ago and that sort of thing. The younger you are, the more likely that's to be the case. Um, I sign up for stuff. It comes into my email and that's where I get my best stuff from, from people that I follow and that sort of thing. I've got some that when that email hits, I know this is going to be gold and, and, mm. and I'm, I'm after it uh, as soon as I possibly can, which, you know, that's, that, that's a good lesson in and of itself. If you can provide gold in your emails, you know, and that sort of thing. But, you know, uh, that being said, um, I, I find that a lot of social media has become very political right now. And, Boy, you better believe it. And, you know, I, I'm just not into that whole thing. And, and yeah. so I, I've sort of stayed pretty aloof uh, on all of that. You know, when it comes to my Facebook content, if it wasn't for my wife uh, uh, posting stuff and tagging <laughs> me, my, my page might look a little desolate at times. Well, um, I'll share with you. You, you should um, you should check out. You should find Kurt Whitesell. Yeah, I will. And go through his Facebook feed. Yep. And what Kurt, what I noticed Kurt was doing in a very creative way is essentially he kept showing me his logo over and over, you know. Mm-hmm. He does it in a very creative way that that sneaks up on you, yep. and uh, maybe who knows? Maybe there's something there to yeah, to learn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will I will say one thing that I do have available that that people might be interested in is if you go into Facebook and do a search, I have a free group, um, a, a closed oh, cool. group that you can anybody can join, um, and it's called Get Marketing Help. Interesting. That's all Great. it is. Get Marketing Help, and you can go join that group. You can jump in with your questions and, and comments on stuff. I, I put stuff out there. I'm going to start doing some Facebook Live into that group uh, as well. Um, but it's a free place to get some help from not just me, but from other experts or other people who've experienced stuff and, and really have a community of people uh, that can help each other uh, to get further. So so just head into Facebook and, and, look, and do a search for Get Marketing Help. Awesome. Uh, and you'll see that show up. Excellent. There. Well, yeah. speaking of uh, getting help, there are two questions that I have been asking every guest, and yeah. I want to ask you. Yeah. Uh, first question is, if you could share just one piece of advice for success, just success in general, not even necessarily marketing, what would that advice be? I would say get focused. Get really zeroed in. Um, don't let yourself get distracted with too many things on the side peripheral of where you need to be. Um, just really get zeroed in. So, so I'm doing something this month, which is crazy. Everybody I talk to about is like, I, what's wrong? Uh, sort of thing. Um, I committed in December, the whole month of December, to go 30 days uh, sugar-free. No, no processed or uh, you know, added refined sugars or anything in anything that I eat. So I'm, uh, what are we in here now? I'm, I'm a weekend, actually. Good for you. I'm a weekend, no problems at all. Wow. Um, feeling better, lost some weight, 
the whole thing. Um, but I just sort of worked out that that I work best as an individual when I can really zero in on something and 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 have this sort of very defined box and then just really get get good at mastering that and not trying to take on so many things. And so I, I think that's a biggie for people to, to look at. I, I, I know everybody's not the same in that regard, but I do feel as though we've probably become a little too like, you know, squirrel focused. You know what? Something yes. over here, something over right. there. Uh, instead of just getting very singularly focused. Um, and then once we've gotten that really well mastered to add in some other elements to sort of expand a little bit, but be careful about that. Yes. In episode six, Kurt Whitesell episode that comes out Monday, you need to check it out. Uh, one of the things he does, the book he, he, uh, reviews is a Seth Godin book. Mm-hmm. Um, the title of which I can't remember, but essentially once a year, Kurt reviews his life and says, what am I going to quit? Mm-hmm. And he, he, he quits stuff every year. <laughs> and he says, that's, that's one of the most important things. Yeah, like, like a good example of that, that, I, that I'm not done enough with, but I'm going to, I'm going to unsubscribe from a bunch of stuff in my email there you that go. just sort of comes in and bothers me and I don't ever pay attention to it. I'm just going to get it out of my life. I'm probably not going to lose anything. Yeah, great idea. Um, second question, what is the one book that you have returned to time and again for inspiration? Well, without a question, the Bible for me. Got it. I spent, you know, I've grown up a Christian. Uh, my faith is extremely important to me. Um, I, 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 I turn to it every day uh, to sort of guide my path and my, my direction uh, on that side of things. So that, that's a really key uh, piece for me. Um, in a bigger picture, uh, marketing side, you know, I, I, I really couldn't put my finger on a book because I've sort of moved out of that realm mm-hmm. and I go to follow a lot of people who provide great information. Uh, interesting. Um, so, so I, you know, like two or three people that I look for in my email every day to read their stuff, um, Ryan Lee, uh, who's an entrepreneur, uh, writes an email every single day. Um, and it's a rare day where there isn't something in that that I can go, man. I'm glad I I'm glad I opened that today. Wow. And read it, you know. And and we can't say that a lot about a lot of emails. Um, there's a company whose product I absolutely love for WordPress called Thrive Themes. They they produce landing pages and conversion elements mm-hmm. on websites mm-hmm. and that. Every time one of their emails come in, um, they usually are either content but mostly video. Um, that is that is on my to do list. Uh, to watch that video and learn what they're teaching and all that because they teach you how to use their product, but they're brilliant because they also take you one step further and teach you the philosophy behind a strategy, wow. not just how to use their product at yeah. the same time. And I think that's brilliant uh, on, on that side of things. Um, and then there are a few others that come rolling in. So I, I really sort of go more that direction and I have phases. Um, I have lots of books in my library because I'm still old school that way. Oh, me too. Um, yeah. And I pull them off the shelf for different things at different times. Um, but I, I can't identify a book per se that I would say, yep, that's my go-to every time. Got it. That's a good, that's a good answer for, for a, a modern marketer. You know, books are, are kind of old school. <laughs> so I'm old school myself. I was 50 this year, so I, I'm old school. Um, but I, I, I've been in a world uh, that's maybe a few years younger than my age. Right. Absolutely. 
Uh, Neil Richmond, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. The website is neilrichmond.com. Uh, find him on Twitter, which he doesn't necessarily prefer, it sounds like, uh, at nrichmond. Yeah, I'll be uh, there. But go to my website if you really yes. want to get engaged in, and have a conversation with me. Go to my website. Hit the little orange uh, chat button down there. Uh, send me something, and, and I'll be happy to chat and follow up with you just as soon as I possibly can. Excellent. Neil, thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks so much, Tony. 